toxic. Avoid at all costs. You're smitten. I'm smitten. He's great. I don't think people talk enough about how hard it is to sleep with a guy yeah. in the beginning. Like, actually sleep. But even though I'm, like, so not chill at all, like, I can feel myself <laughs> slipping into being psychotic, you know? Katie got injured at her workout class, oh, or at Jane. What happened? Well, no, I'm not like injured, injured. I just tweaked my neck again. Yes. I keep tweaking my neck. Oh, no. I think this is getting older, but I think it also is a signal that I need to change some things in my lifestyle. I told her I feel like she'd like Pilates, like what you Come with me. and Danielle no, do. I like Pilates. I do. I like a lot of different workouts, but I have zero willpower. This is terrible. I'll hold you accountable. Ugh. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if you like knew you're going with people, but you're gonna have to wake up really early if yeah. you want to come with me <laughs> during the See, week. See, that's something I can't do. Mondays and Fridays, you should come because when I work remote, I go to a later class. Okay. Doesn't Perhaps Danielle go midday too? See, here's the thing. I'm not a group fitness person. I like going alone with Jane, my trainer. She's fabulous. Yeah. But I think I need to, so what I'm attempting or thinking of exploring is doing another like one-on-one kind of personal trainer situation, but like a different kind of workout than weight training. I have an idea. Oh, oh, <gasps> one of my <laughs> The favorite, queen has spoken. <laughs> one of my favorite Pilates instructors left New York Pilates and she's now teaching in like a three- machine room on the upper west side and one weekend day we should go and like we can just go the two of us or okay. one other person can come so does she does she does personals or yeah what do you she call technically privates? she technically does classes but if we schedule all three spots adam you can come oh, thanks for the invite <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's an intimate class of three uh, watching you do pilates might give me the ick Wait, I do Pilates all the time. Well, I do solid core. Reformer? Yeah. 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 But we haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it would give you the ick. I think so. so. When there's boys in my class, I'm like, oh my God. Like watching their legs tremble. <laughs> so like, it's not supposed to happen to you. <laughs> no, because I feel like you'd be really good at it. Yeah. I feel that's like. That's true. I can't see. If I saw Jack doing like on a Reformer. We would have to break up. I can't picture Jack on a reformer <laughs> if machine. If it were a boyfriend, I think I would enjoy it because it would just make me laugh. That's fair. But for me, it's giving you the ick. <laughs> yeah. Well, not really the ick. I probably just would also laugh. <laughs> and then you would think I was being mean, but it just really is like mentally I'm like Adam lifts 50 pound weights and berries when I lift like 10. And so why is he trembling? And I'm not. You know what, guys? I think I'll sit this one Maybe out. Maybe it'll make me feel powerful. So exactly. you should come. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm glad we reached that conclusion. I like this myself. plan, Cole. I mean, okay. I, here's the thing. I love weight training. I feel very strong and very powerful, but it it hurts me. Like, yeah. I'm, I tweak my neck every three weeks. Maybe you're lifting too heavy. I don't know, but it's, I, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I think I need to, like, take a few weeks off. Yeah. And then... Do a reset. I've just been going too hard. Yeah. And I I don't know. Well, it's so crazy because like your old videos, I feel like you used to lift so much less less weight. And then nowadays, I feel like I see a workout video from you and I'm like, Katie is chucking some weight. Well, yeah. I can hip thrust like almost 400 pounds. Yeah, that's great. Which is very, 
That's insane. <laughs> I mean, it, it makes me feel really powerful and very, but then I'm like, okay, but there's also so many other workouts out there that can also make me feel powerful in different ways. So I want to try yeah. some other things. Okay. I think I'm going to go to Core Power on Sunday with Mia. Do you guys okay. want to come? Oh, God, I probably I will. will. Which Core Power, what is that? It's like a. It's going to be like 19 degrees when I was walking home from the subway last night after work and I there's a Core Power that I go yeah. past on my way. I was like, I'm so jealous of those people that are in that heat. It's hot yoga. Right now. Hot yoga, right? Yeah. yeah. Sculpt. You can do the sculpts. Yeah, class. and sometimes they have themed sculpt classes. Yeah. So I'm going to try that on Sunday. I'm going to try something new. It's great. But, it's so hard, but okay. it's super awesome. low impact. So it's so something gonna, I want to hear before I try. No, no, no you'll it's like sweat, hard in a good way. It's fun and it feels so good. Okay, good. And it's good because it's like a mix of meditative. I actually should do that. You should come because with us. I need to rest my arm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, Colby's intro show. <laughs> yeah, an update on my right. Yeah, on my every, trauma. Fill everyone in because if you guys listened last week, Colby like could hardly hold her coffee cup. Yes, so it's gotten a little bit better. It, but I apparently have some nerve damage and was prescribed to or referred to go do physical therapy for a couple of months. Or go see a sports medicine doctor and get a steroid injection of sorts to bring down the aggravation around the nerve. So if anybody has a sports medicine doctor in New York, Give please us some send recs. them my way. Otherwise, I will be referring to the selfless people who write ZocDoc reviews. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those reviews are pretty good, actually. I know. But yeah. I would never think to actually go online and write a review unless it was a negative experience, I feel like. Yeah, that's fair. You know what? So people who do ZocDoc yeah. and write nice things about the care they receive are very, I trust them. I think people that write, write reviews, period, are like, you know, they have, a, they have a special place in heaven because there are just like certain times where I've, I've dodged a total bullet buying something. Yeah. Because I've read like a Revolve review, Amazon review, like... It's just, I've never left a review besides... Really? I've never left a review. Oh my gosh, I've left so many reviews. I left one review I don't think for I this have. ramen place that I went to in Sweden because they were the nicest people I've <laughs> ever met. And I wrote them a five-star review and put up pictures of my experience. But that wow. was the only Google review I think I've ever written. And I don't have Yelp. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought, so thought about writing negative reviews, but then I feel bad and I don't. Well, I just think about my digital footprint. Do I yeah, want that? Fair. Do I want that out there? Yeah. With my name attached, I would have to change my name. Like I would have to do an alias. There's I also one. think people that write clothing reviews on like Rent the Runway about how things fit or on Revolve, any shopping site that's like with their height and weight. Yeah. And how it fits. Those people yes. make the world yeah, go round. Good. Yeah, if you put your height and weight and like your build yes. information. Sometimes like, I don't really trust like the clothing reviews though, because I almost feel like the brand is buying reviews. You know what I'm saying? On certain sites they have to disclose that. Oh really? Yeah, yes. that's like for contest entry yep, or something. On Revolve, it'll oh. be like, this was part of a contest entry. Oh, now I feel better. So Because sometimes I look at, for example, Amazon, and something will have 50,000 reviews. And I'm like, okay, realistically, that could be true because everybody uses Amazon. But is this actually being yeah. reviewed five stars 50,000 times? I'm not positive. 
There's the there's some like really freaking cute Amazon reviews where it's like I was <laughs> trying to buy these bowls the other day, which I I successfully purchased. I haven't like really bought like things from Amazon in a while that weren't like tampons or toilet paper necessities. Mm-hmm. So I bought these bowls and I bought these little like um, Vera Bradley, funny enough, um, oven mitts. Oh, cute! Yeah, and they're super cute. I'm like I'm like regressing because obviously we were huge fans of Vera Bradley back when we were like teenagers. And I think now, Vera Bradley totes are coming back. I really think the like, duffel. The duffels I mean, are not ugly like i i would be fine to like use that i feel like it's very today. Your style yeah i like kitschy stuff now that's kind of my thing anyway so i was reading some reviews for oven mitts just all across amazon and it was like got these for my wife for her birthday and like she loved them or just when Aww. husbands leave reviews for their wives or when moms leave reviews for their kids like they're like bought this for my daughter like that's just the best thing yeah, I love those. It lights my my life up. Those are cute. Like a Christmas tree. I love that for anyway. you. Yeah, well. That's good. Those are all positive <laughs> reviews. One time I shredded this restaurant in the West Village, like major, major shredded. But I'm I trying. When that. you re- or said the thing about your digital footprint, I was like, I think I may have done it anonymously. Yeah, you should. If you're going to like shit on something, you do it anonymously. Well, it wasn't even because it was like bad food or anything. Like basically something didn't come out on the menu. It was like, did I, already, I might have already told the story in the podcast, honestly. Did you say where it was? I'm definitely not going to say what the restaurant uh, was for sure, because I don't want to shit I on them, but I will is. never go back ever. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kobe knows. <laughs> I fucking have a vendetta against this restaurant. Basically what happened is... Wait, do you know sign language? Can you spell it out? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh. Well, this one is bad, but it's. I feel like I'm not in the wrong. You know what? I've seen this come up on my like resi multiple times, and they like always have reservations. I walk by yeah, there. There's a reason. And I <laughs> chuckle. And I was like, one day I was like, you know what? It's like the only place with reservations. It's not too far. I'm like, we should probably go. And then I remembered the story no. that you told. Guys, <laughs> I wish I could say what the res- restaurant was on the podcast, but this place is Satan's playground. I like, think you actually did talk about it. Say what happened, whatever, because I'm forgetting. Yeah, the quick summary is that I went there for a work dinner. I used to be the social chair of my old company, and so I was the one planning everything. And so this, like, struck home with me that I was so pissed about this. (laughs) But I planned dinner at this restaurant in the West Village, and it's maybe, like, six or seven of us. So we weren't, like, spending not a lot, you know? Like, we spent a pretty good amount of money at this place. Like, I think the bill was, like, six, seven hundred. And we realized throughout the meal that two things didn't come out on this like you kind of can order a tray of sorts. Like you just order a bunch of small plates and then they build a tray out of it. And I noticed on the tray that two of the small plates didn't come out. There were probably a total of like $30, $40 out of our bill of like five to 600, yeah. right? So like not like anything substantial, but still like 30 to $40. And so at the end, I told the waitress, I was like, hey, these two things didn't come out. Like, totally fine. Do you mind just taking off the bill? As one does. And she challenged me and was like, no, no, no. It was, it was on there or whatever. And I was like, no, I, I know for a fact it wasn't Did on the Did you take board. a photo? Well, I didn't say that at first. But like you guys know, I always take a picture of the food. So I had a picture of the freaking board. Yeah, on my phone. I didn't pull it out like at the time. Receipts. But then she said no still again. And then I was like, okay, I think you just need to get like, we were kind of arguing about it because she was trying to convince me that it was there. And then my boss got involved because he was similarly pissed about it. And then she went and had to get her manager. Her manager started arguing with us and saying that it was on the board. And then I was like, okay, I have a picture of the board. And then I showed them a picture of the board. And naturally, they couldn't find the two items. They were silenced. Exactly. 
and they took it off the bill. Were you silenced? And or they, were you silenced? They were silenced, <laughs> for sure. Little did they know that Adam Harrison takes a picture of every single thing that he yeah, does. Yeah, the woman was too stunned <laughs> to You have speak. the receipts. They also like didn't even apologize. It was just so weird. I don't know. But anyways, that's my that's my experience. So you left a review. I oh yes. Oh yes. I scathed the restaurant. Speaking I was, of scathing reviews, Glassdoor is literally where dreams go to die. Glassdoor's scary. If you ever want I mean, not even entertainment, but if you're ever curious about the work environment at any company, just go to Glassdoor to literally crush all of your hopes and dreams. Yeah. I don't think anybody goes on Glassdoor to write a gloating review. Wait, it's kind of funny. Though, it's always because- like, toxic, avoid at all costs. <laughs> I know, Glassdoor always has the worst reviews. In my old company, they used to straight, like, it was so small that yeah. they used to straight up have meetings every, like, daily to review the Glassdoor reviews. And our my old company had a little bit of a, like, fratty culture where kind of, like, the cool kids were promoted type. And yeah. then if you were quiet and not as fun, then it felt like you were maybe not climbing as quickly on the like career progression stack damn and so people would quit for that reason <laughs> high school yeah it, it was like it legit was clicky. High school. it was clicky exactly. yeah and so people would comment that about kind of the fratty culture um on Glassdoor after they would leave and then they, they would have meetings and like my ceo and my head of hr would come out like so frazzled being like it was this person it was john and jack and blah blah blah, blah, blah like figuring out who it was so that they can then go message them and try to get them to take it down but Damn. anyways, yes, Glassdoor. It seriously is crazy. If somebody ever leaves your job too, if you're really nosy like me, um, at my old companies that were bigger than where I work now, it was always so entertaining to just stand by and see if people were going to write a Glassdoor review or not. Oh, like they leave and then automatically there's another Glassdoor review yeah. up and you're like, I wonder who that was. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't write a Glassdoor review when I left L'Oreal. Well, that's good. That yeah. means you didn't have a bad taste <laughs> in your mouth. So people don't leave positive reviews no. on there. No, no. Wow, they got to run a contest. I think that was the <laughs> theme of this story. Bond, yeah, post some positive stuff on there. Yeah, that's no. honestly probably why so many brands have to run contests. Like you're kind of right. People only write a it review is. if yeah. they feel very strongly in one or the other direction. Yeah, my favorite ones are the up. ones that are like pros nothing positive to say <laughs> and then the cons are like terrible Everything. leadership clicky culture i mean yeah because like, then it's not really an like in terms of like a research study or something it's not that's not a fair assessment yeah necessarily if it's all just people going there when they have something negative to say exactly i wonder if companies like if it's legal for them to be like hey guys by end of week i need you to leave a positive review on Glassdoor about the company like as an assignment, as like a requirement. Yeah. I think people definitely do because there are reviews that clearly they don't give a lot of information, the positive ones. And I think those are just tossed in there to kind of offset. Yeah. The negative. I wonder what the benchmark is for Glassdoor when you're looking at a company. Like if it's three stars and above, is that clear? Like, is that you're good? In the clear. I don't know because all of the reviews are so negative. So there has to be some sort of skew on the scale. You're saying it's because like like, most companies are ranked so negatively that you wonder if like a head of HR is looking at their class door review and she's like, oh, as long as we're above three. Yeah. We're cool. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's some sort of code. 
Huh. The glass door code. Because there, nobody has like a 10 star review. Yeah, that's facts. Is there a glass door in every state? Is it just a US, US thing or is it like... I don't know if it's Just a global. New York thing? It's definitely not just a New York thing. It's not like just it's, a New York it's thing. It's definitely yeah. US at least. Major cities maybe. I don't know about globally. Maybe. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Okay, well now are 15 minutes in and we almost forgot the intro. Yeah, well it's your turn. It is my turn. <laughs> I actually remembered that it was my turn this time. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan with Katie, Colby, and Adam. Girls, how are we doing? Pretty good. I broke dry January. I just feel like I need to say that up front. Oh my God, you're so brave to get that off <laughs> your chest. Coming clean. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm coming clean. I've been holding this on my conscience. I made it my two weeks as I had planned, but I thought that I could go longer than that, and I just, I can't. <laughs> how did you spend your break, I guess? <laughs> what do you mean? How Your break happen? from dry January. Oh, like, what did I do? Yeah. Well, wine. Wine Samino. was what got That me. was your vice. I still haven't, I haven't had liquor, but I just, the red wine was calling and I needed it. <laughs> did you have it at Tiny's? At Tiny's, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where you so I it. went to Tiny's Friday night and I was texting you. I'm like, oh, I'm, so, I'm going to have such a hard time. <laughs> I caved right away. Caved. Katie walked Katie into Katie sat down, didn't even have to look at the menu. No, <laughs> I was like, Cabernet. <laughs> no, I literally, well, so I actually, that day, it was Friday and I had my, I mean, I'm not at like a large company. I have management though and we do a year in review call mm-hmm. every year. And it's usually like mid January, and we talk about last year and like the usual usual stuff that the I feel goals. like most people talk about with their managers at their respective companies, like what went well, what didn't go well, like what you want to do for the next year. And I got off that call, and I was so overwhelmed. Like you needed a glass. Of I cab. just needed a glass of wine. I'm like, <laughs> last year was a lot. This year, like I just have so many things I want to do, but also I'm like, I have insane imposter syndrome all the time. So I'm like, I just I need I need wine. I need wine. So I texted Jack. I was like, I think I'm going to break dry January tonight. And he goes like, just so everyone knows, he didn't force me to do it. <laughs> he was like, the second I ordered something, he was, because he had had a, a beer the night before, like two beers, three beers or something at a company party. And he was like, I just need everyone to know that it wasn't my fault, <laughs> that I didn't peer pressure you. I think it's fair. And also Tiny's yeah. is yeah. so cute. And yeah, like, it's cozy. Yeah. Well, you know, just I want to, Express that I did feel incredible for the two weeks that I wasn't drinking. See, really, like I, I feel felt like when incredible. I'm happy that you felt that way, but I feel like whenever I don't drink, I just don't like. I don't feel not all of a sudden amazing and refreshed. And, well, know, I feel like, like that, it was you know? because I mean, I don't feel like I missed anything. Like I don't feel like there was any like events or parties or anything where I was like, oh, I'm not going to go because I'm doing dry. Like it just nothing was really happening for two weeks. It was yeah. the perfect time, right? To not saying you need to drink to be social or to have fun, but yeah, I had this like fabulous Cabernet at Tiny's and it was like such a good, like cozy vibe. There was like, it's, did you sit upstairs or downstairs? We were downstairs, but we went upstairs to like look around Mm -hmm. before we left. And it's just so cool in there. So yeah, broke dry January, but I made it two weeks and I think I'm going to try to go till the end of the month. No liquor. That's good. Yeah. I mean, not saying, I, I don't know which one's like better for you in the long run. Like liquor versus wine? Yeah. I think liquor because it's less sugar. sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I've, I've always given thought to that. I'm like, 
But I think like it has other health benefits. Like red wine is supposed to be good, good for, your, for your, heart. your heart. Yeah. I don't really know the reason or the science behind it. I think it, it's but... grapes. Maybe. Okay. Hell yeah, grapes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck like, it up. <laughs> two glasses of wine at dinner is my sweet spot. Yeah. And I don't feel like I, I have a headache the next day. I don't feel like it just adds to the to the vibes. Yeah, the vibes. I'm weak. The vibes are good. I am weak. Anyway. So well, I honestly, I feel to... like a couple of our friends have broken dry January. I mean, week. damp Jan. I yeah. underst- I get it. I get it. Adam gave me a side eye when he said that. I'm still going strong. No, I know you're going strong. <laughs> I had a, um, a fake <laughs> Moscow Mule this weekend, and it was actually really good. Oh, the one you and Meg made? No, TikTok? we went to... Oh, yeah, we made mocktails. Yeah, that was cute. That was basically... A vodka cranberry, so essentially seltzer and cranberry juice um, with well, nothing else in lovely. it. <laughs> See, I would love to, like, we should cook this week and make mocktails. Like, I think that'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, let's do that. I love a mocktail. Me I too. too. I love a mocktail, but you can't, I feel like I've tried in the past fake wine and it just doesn't taste the same. Wait, there's fake wine? Uh, yes. For like pregnant ladies or like, you know, people that don't drink, like sober people, they mm. have wine that is non-alcoholic. Oh, interesting. And like they have beer that's non-alcoholic. Yeah, a lot of my guy friends drink non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, which is because you want the taste. Like at the end of the day, it's like, you know, even if you don't want the the buzz. Like I feel like beer tastes like pee to me. Like I would never, I mean, certain beers obviously, but like, I don't know if sometimes I feel like boys just sit around and drink Bud Light and I'm like, this tastes like pee. Uh, Yeah, I can't imagine craving the taste of a beer. It's an acquired taste. It's like coffee. The only time I ever think a beer sounds good is after skiing or like at lunch when skiing. But I only really like fruity beers. I like Shock Top. Like an IPA? What is that? Blue... Blue, blue moon? moon, blue moon. Yeah, I like I love that. A blue moon What's with an that? Orange. Blue, <laughs> yeah, blue, blue stuff. Something. Not blue. Yeah, yeah there's that I actually a do like. blueberry beer that they make in Maine somewhere. They have it like everywhere in New England. I feel like, and it's really good. I like beer after, like, when I'm on the beach and I just like want a refreshing, like, Corona or Stella. Yeah. I love that. Or if I'm watching sports, I feel like sports. Beer just makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. I'm at a sporting event. Yeah. See, I like those. Yeah. But I, I would never just like go to a dinner and be like, oh, not I can't, dinner. can't wait for a Bud Light. Or actually, I would never even order a beer at like a nice dinner ever, period. I don't know if they have Bud Lights at a nice dinner. That's fair. <laughs> they usually have like IPAs. <laughs> I'm generalizing. Pilsners. Jack loves beer. Like we'll go to a nice dinner. He'll get beer every time. <laughs> or wine. He'll get wine. Yeah. But he's not a huge cocktail guy. Interesting. Yeah. I love, love a cocky. I know you do. Me too. I love a cocky. Yeah. Well, no, I honestly think just, and people were saying in my YouTube comments, because I posted last week, my, mm. my videos are always one week delay. So I posted on Monday of this week from last week saying, oh, I'm doing dry January. <laughs> now I'm like, damn it. <laughs> but anyway, someone was commenting like, what's the point of dry January if you're just going to drink again, drink again? And I'm like, I think it's just kind of a mental thing. It's like starting off the year with like the mental clarity of just like not having that in there. And then one, like not having the alcohol in your system. And then also like just knowing that you did something successfully. And you're like, oh, I did that. Check. All right. Now give me a glass of wine. I like that way of thinking about it. So I did my two weeks. And I'm feeling good about it. But of making it through the month. Yeah. I I fear for when I drink next. 
Yeah. I fear for you too, because you're going to have like a couple spicy margs and you're going to be feeling real good and you're going to be crazy. That's the thing. <laughs> I did. I had two glasses of wine and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to be in another country. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Puerto Rico. Yeah, there's no... I am doing dry, dry 25 January. Okay. Colby has her... Right? Yes. Colby has her sister's bachelorette. It's rapidly approaching. I leave next quick. Thursday, a week from tomorrow. Colby made some sick merch. I did. I tried to make merch that wasn't tacky. It wasn't. It was actually really impressive. Thank you. If You're you ever welcome. need merch, Colby's I now gal. know how to work Canva pretty well. Oh, perfect. We can get some match made merch going. Yes. People have been asking. Yes. <laughs> I feel like Bachelorette, I've been seeing all these videos about Bachelorette culture. It's gotten out of hand. Yeah. It's like gotten extremely expensive and just it like, is. it's like, you're already having a wedding. It just, you know, but not to say that I'm not excited for like all of your Bachelorettes and Bachelor parties, Adam. Do you call, <laughs> your, you call yours a Bachelor party, don't you? Yes. Oh my I God. Think. Anyway. I'm excited for all of that, but when I think about like my own bachelorette, I can't picture it happening. <laughs> I wonder where yours is going to be. I just don't even know if I want to do one. No, you do. The whole trip of it all. I feel like that's so much pressure. I don't like being this, like, I don't know. Doesn't the maid of honor plan it or like the yes. best man? I guess you're, you're right. My sister would plan it, right? I guess. Yeah. yeah. With input from all of your great planner friends, aka I feel like I'd be so stressed about other people spending money on me. No. Okay. They, they do it I think it's really strange. And correct me if I'm wrong, because this is the first time I've been in a wedding since my sisters got married and I was a bridesmaid in their wedding when I was like 15 years old. And so I didn't go to the bachelorette party or did anything. Did you get your side bangs at the time? Yes. <laughs> um, uh. I did. <laughs> and well, actually, for one, I did. My oldest sister, I had side bangs. And then for <laughs> Megan's, it was our sophomore year of college. Oh, so okay. I didn't then. Yeah, no. But um, still didn't go to her bachelorette. This is my first bachelorette party. Granted, I have like multiple this year because we're just at this point where our friends are starting yeah. to get married and everything. No, this is the year of them. Yeah. But... So my sister's is the first one that I'm attending, and I also had to plan the whole thing. And not one single person offered to help me. To plan? Yes. That's so weird. I've also never been there. Well, do you feel like these other girls, because they're a little, how much older? My sister's 19 months older than me. Oh, not even older. Because I feel like people are like, I've done my time. Like no, other people like, are like, I've already been to bachelorettes. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I... You know, everyone probably has had their moment to like plan it for another person, and they're like, I'm done. Well, I didn't know that if you're a bridesmaid until like a couple of weeks ago after I had already planned everything because I started planning this in July. Mm -hmm. Um, that the other bridesmaids are supposed to offer to help because I have other friends that are in weddings this year that are helping to plan bachelorette parties. Hmm. for the brides of the weddings that they're in like people are each like taking a day or doing research trying to find restaurants that would be good and Ugh. not one single person offered to help me not even my other two sisters interesting <laughs> i'm going on our friend jillian's bachelorette yeah to charleston pretty soon we had a call this weekend to discuss yeah. the plans but, well because her sister is like four 
three years younger than her. Yeah. And that's how it's going to be for me if I do one yeah. because my sister's four years younger. And so she doesn't, I mean, not to say that like being four years younger, you don't know what's cool or whatever, but it's like you need, you kind of want to like assess especially i don't know however like you want like validation from the older kids yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay that's what i was looking for i right? was like you know yeah, what yeah. i mean it's yeah, like yeah. four years you know and like yeah. it's a large group or large enough where it's like there's more whatever what i'm trying to say is i helped because i'm like i've also been to a bachelorette before or yeah. i've like seen a lot of them and i've i've been around the block to know like what we should do even mm-hmm. though i haven't actually been to charleston and i assessed like i asked you for advice on like where to go and so but I don't think anyone else in her group has offered to help. Yeah. But I don't know. I always just like to be involved. So I think that maybe that's why I've always, but I, no matter what, it's like, I'm like, oh, I want to like get involved. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if it, maybe I would have thought just, it was helpful or I am kind of a control freak yeah. that I'm like, I know my dad even was texting me about it yesterday and he was like, that'll be fun. And I was like, yeah, it better be. Otherwise it's going to be all my fault. But even <laughs> no. if somebody else no offered one... to help, Erin, my sister still would only blame me if something went wrong. Well, no, 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 it's not going to. Also, I feel like maybe people didn't like, haven't stepped in because, because of that. They feel like they don't want to be, you know, like change up your whole idea if you already have all the plans set or like they don't want to throw their hat in the ring and then you to be like, oh, they're they're taking my job. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I feel like that's probably happened before where a maid of honor, like maybe a sister is like planning something and then one of the over controlling ba- bridesmaids is like, ooh, I'm going to give my input and then take the, the role of maid of honor. Yeah. Like that's it's supposed to be like an an honored role honorable role yeah so it's like i don't know yeah well i sent my itinerary yesterday one of the girls who couldn't come texted saying she wanted to send something even though she couldn't be there that's nice so was brainstorming ideas and i was like i'll just send you the itinerary so you have an idea and she was like this looks great you're such an awesome maid of honor and i was like thank you no i feel like after the trip you're going to be like, oh, I did that. Yeah. And I'll feel accomplished. Yeah. You're going to have so much fun. So but that fun. comes back to your point about like spending money for bachelorette and bachelor parties and whatever. Like, I feel like people like, like a trip. I think it's only not, a, not okay to make people spend like a shit ton of money. If all of the people on the bachelorette slash bachelor don't really know each other. You know what I'm saying? My thing is more, if you're going yeah. on a long weekend trip and then also having a wedding that, you have to travel for the wedding as well. Yeah. It's like now I've spent a huge chunk of my vacation days that I have and money. Mm-hmm. I'm spending two vacations on somebody's wedding, which yes, I'm super excited to celebrate family and friends getting married and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you're not going to have any money or any time left over to go on vacation for yourself on the years that you have multiple of these things that's true i think that's why brides need to be understanding when even like people close to them are like i can't come yeah i said no to two like bachelorettes i'm only going i was invited on four and i'm going on two like which would you rather like as a bride would you rather they come to your wedding or your bachelorette right like you know if it's you have to travel for both. I think it also depends on like how close you are with the person. Yeah. Yeah. And how many other bachelorettes you have yeah. in that time period or whatever. Like you kind of 
allocate you're like okay i can do one bachelorette a month max right (laughs) and that's even a lot that's even a lot because like what about the other trips you want to go on we're getting to that age i know all of our trips are going to be weddings and and the other thing with bachelorettes even though yes it's very fun to celebrate your friends and family but you're being dictated where you're going and everything that you're doing while you're there yeah it's like not your trip yeah you guys are gonna have so much fun i need a trip (laughs) (laughs) i know i was texting my dad yesterday and i was like i need to come to florida yeah Yeah. pack me in your suitcase yeah but we katie said we we are planning trips no we have plenty of stuff this is the year of plans making it out of the group chat i think like we've already done so much yeah i'm actually really proud of us because our friend group we tend to have an issue with um execution yes because we always have these like we're like let's do this let's do that and then sometimes it just doesn't happen but <laughs> and then I'm proud everybody nobody are, says anything i'm proud of us for like actually having things come to fruition we did pottery yes. yeah we did pottery this weekend we went to mean girls wait speaking of other things that happened this weekend what <laughs> i want to hear more about your date uh, my date with hillstone <laughs> hillstone again. again hillstone is back Yay. in the chat I know. I don't even remember the last guy I went on four dates with. He's been in the chat, but you said last episode, you're like, I don't know how much I'm going to see him. Right. You well, were like, which is completely correct. <laughs> but that's also not like on me. That's on him and his schedule. Well, these, these residents guys, like, let me just tell you, they, their schedules are just not so wackadoodle do. So we left off. You thought that he was like mad at you or something. <laughs> we, Classic, you, Adam. Yeah. You thought that he was mad about like the scheduling or something. What, what were you saying? You're like... I was like, oh my God, he hates me because I haven't planned anything and his yeah, schedule's horrible and he keeps having to pursue me. He's been planning and you haven't. I mean, but and I said that that's like, that's hot. Like I liked being pursued in the beginning. I definitely Jack. do too. But then I like feel guilty because knowing his schedule and what he goes through on a day-to-day basis, I'm like, and then on top of that, I expect you to also plan these intricate dates for me and be the one to pursue and like wow. ask me all this stuff. So I sprinkled in a little me planning something. Good. It was more so like him telling me he wanted to hang out with me again and then me going and making the reservation for us. But that was kind of like, my situation but <clears throat> well that's good yeah because i'd gone to san diego for my sales kickoff last week which was fun it's also so funny because i didn't realize like how many gays are at my company because this is like a global <laughs> event right like they fly everybody in from like asia pacific from amia aka in europe um wait what amia amia what is that? EMEA. It's like the... I actually don't even know what the fuck it stands <laughs> for. Your European something. It's like the abbreviation for that region of the world. EMEA. I've EMEA. never heard of that before. Oh, Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. Oh. EMEA. Oh. Wow. I'm living under a and damn rock. APAC, Asia Pacific. Yeah. I'm just speaking... I know APAC. Yeah. Okay. I heard that I know before. APAC. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I also people- was expecting EMEA to be like IMAX. But like, like, a, like a movie theater? No, but that's how I expected it to be spelled. Oh. Uh, like I-M-I-A. Well, it's E-M-E-A. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. E-M-E-A. Now, now I get that, that it's Maybe Europe, it's pronounced Middle East, and I'm just an idiot. and Africa. Whatever. We get the premise it's an of this. Ac- yes. an acronym. Anyways, there's like a billion gays in there's the company, basically. So many gays. Like more gays <laughs> than I've ever seen in my entire life. 
With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail without the alcohol, recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or Mm -hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash matchmade so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, recess. Woo! Reminder that Mother's Day is coming up on May 12th. If you haven't gotten anything for your mom or the mother figure in your life yet, definitely consider My Life in a Book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question, so your mom or mother figure a question, via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. Mylifeinabook.com will compile all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. So special. Hi. I love the intent behind mylifeinabook.com. I'm always looking for new ways to give gifts to the holidays, birthdays, etc. that have more meaning than just a material object, and My Life in a Book is the perfect way to share a gift that's both sentimental and will contain memories that I'll be able to hold for a lifetime. This year for Mother's Day, I'm getting My Life in a Book for my grandma, who's my absolute treasure. How fun is it that she'll get to share all of her stories with me that I can then pass on to my kids someday? I'm so excited and would highly recommend as a gift for anyone in your life that you love. Check out My lifeinabook.com and use code matchmade at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom or mother figure this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code matchmade for 10% off today. Check it out. Happy Mother's Day. And basically for this event, they we, had, we were in San Diego. They usually pick like a warm environment to send us to because it's in January every year. Of mm-hmm. course, naturally, it's the coldest it's ever been in San Diego, historically, the coldest. That's actually fact. And <laughs> I it, was, it. it was freezing in San Diego. We were basically on prison base camp because the only way they can fit like that amount of people in an environment is like basically renting out an entire hotel. And so they 
rented out this entire hotel, had the conference there. So we would literally wake up, go down to the conference, go to like a different room in the hotel for dinner. It was just, there's a lot. Happening. What was the hotel called? Do you remember? The Lowe's, the Lowe's Coronado. We stayed on Coronado, which is an island off of San Diego. Yeah. I'm, I'm only asking because I went there for my only work conference and I'm like... San Diego? I wonder if you were at the Dell. The Dell is the uh, like a super, super nice hotel in Coronado. I don't Coronado. know. It was... I don't know. I'll have to look. I mean, it was definitely nice, but it was basically like prison base camp. Okay, stop calling it prison camp. Yeah. It, it felt like you prison sound camp. Like you were at Alcatraz. Stop I felt like I was on Alcatraz. <laughs> you were not at prison camp. We literally pulled up in the Uber. And, and first of all, we had driven like five miles minimum down a road. Felt like a year. And there's nothing. It's just like beach and barbed wire and all the shit. Barbed wire? No, legit like barbed wire fences and signs that say do not enter like on the beach basically because i mean for a reason they're in that area there's really um crazy waves and stuff like that so they don't want people going on the beach and swimming and we go to pull into this resort we finally get there and there's like legit barbed wire fences everywhere and i was like we are going to prison base camp like that is what this this week (laughs) is gonna be it ended up being super nice oh the freaking drama are you looking up a place right now yeah i was in coronado it's saying um, I was by, oh, no, I was at the Lowe's. You were at the Lowe's? I was at the Lowe's. Do you remember barbed wire fences? No, and I don't, <laughs> nope, it certainly was not prison camp. It was not that bad. Yeah, I was I at Lowe's. I nice. Yeah, you were. I'm That's where I was. I'm tracking myself, because I'm like, wait, how many convention centers do they have? It was have a blue collar prison. In this place. No, no, I literally stayed in the same place as you. No, it, w- it was white nice. Collar. It was nice. I'm referring to it as prison base camp because it's like 600 of us just like all trapped on this island, basically. Like yeah. this little island that's five miles from civilization in either direction. So my friend and I would every single morning Uber into the town to like get some fresh See, air for nice. an hour. I didn't. I know that is nice. I didn't leave, but I was also scared and I didn't really have any friends. <laughs> I was. It was my first year. I was at L'Oreal. I always wonder if I, what would happen if I'd stayed for like many years and you felt would like, probably be like a creative director. Like I never felt like a veteran at any point. I always felt like the new girl the entire time I was there. You would definitely be creative director of something huge. At I don't this know point. if that's like even a title there. I feel like it's just. You just are VP and then director. And then when you're, I remember hearing like one of my coworkers was like, the more you rise, like the higher you rise, the less creative you can be. Like it's, you're then hiring creative people. Right. We outsourced like all of our creative directing stuff. Yeah. Unless you just were in marketing or you were in social media and you just like wore that hat for the day, but you weren't paid extra. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. So. Yeah, but that's just kind of how it is. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so. But anyways, Lowe's Coronado. You were at <laughs> lot prison of camp that I can confirm was not prison camp. Yeah, Katie it, confirms not prison I mean, camp. It, Felt it like was, prison camp. you didn't really feel like you were around. Like, you couldn't just, like, walk outside and, like, go somewhere cool. You had to, like. Exactly. We, we took a day trip to La Jolla. Okay, yeah. That's where the seals are. I see. They have seals. It's no, really but it, cute. it was like such a fun trip. And yeah. there were a bunch of gays there who were very interested in me, like legit, like heavy pursuit of me. I felt like, um, so that was fun. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> it was. So like when you, when you say heavy pursuit, was it all talk, no action were or people what happened? Just, were they eye fucking you or what? Well, this one guy was like very all over me, honestly, like all over you. I mean, would not leave my side like the entire night basically and Ooh. i felt kind of guilty because i was like i not really interested in this at this level i was like how do i continue to friend zone you type yeah. um 
but yeah, I mean, nothing happened. I was, I was tame. Okay. I was a tame boy. Were you texting Hillston while you were there? I was. Mm. I am just, I'm obsessed with Hillston. You're smitten. I'm smitten. He's great. He's just like such a good fit for me. I feel like. I love that. Just like the way he acts. Where did he take you this time? Or where did you make the reservation? I made like legit 10 reservations because I was so nervous because I feel like he's gotten us so many good reservations. Like our first date, we go to like Shinji's. It's like Michelin star cocktail place. Okay. And then I forget where we go the second date. I can't even remember, but I think it was. Jackson Bond. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The second day. Oh, second day we went to Blue Ribbon Sushi. Sushi. And then afterwards he had already made a reservation like 9.30 or 10 PM at Jackson Bond, Mm -hmm. which is another great place. And then third day we went to a wine bar next to his apartment. So I was kind of like, all right, if I'm making a reservation, like I'm getting us somewhere good. And so I was so stressed. I literally like got a bot to make me nice reservations. Like I got like (laughs) Shimone. If you've heard of that place, Mediterranean place is supposed to be really good. I got Lamasan, which is the one we ended up going to. I've never heard of any of these places. I'm like so uncultured. They're, they're just like these, I feel like if you're not like super into the restaurant scene, which I feel like you're not like, you don't, yeah, you don't really care that much, which is honestly a better way to be because the bill was like a bajillion dollars. And And it looked like you ate like a cucumber. No, we ate like kings. Like I literally oh, was stuffed to the brim. The photo I saw on your story was like a cucumber with. <laughs> yeah, it looked like peel like, a cucumber. Oh, cucumber yeah. with caviar on top. Was yeah. that it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. It was um, ceviche. So it was like ceviche wrapped in cucumber with caviar on top. It was so good. How many bites did you have of that? Um, Half a bite before we, it was gone? We split it. So I think maybe like two bites each. <laughs> <laughs> it was tiny. See, like I want, meanwhile, I'm like, I want a chicken parm that's as big as my head. Yeah. <laughs> I've been craving a cheeseburger so bad. I'm going to have to have one this weekend. When we cook, can we make burgers? Yes. 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 Actually, I have ground beef in my fridge so I can uh, make burgers. Cool. Um, but it was great. And I tried to pay because I... Like I said, feel guilty that he's paid for me so many times and he's a resident, makes no money. And you picked the reservation. And I picked the restaurant. So, so so I tried to like throw my credit card and he literally was like, no, you're not paying. He was like, if you really like are insistent, I'll split it with you. So we split it. And I was like, fuck, I was really hoping you would just not let me pay because this is so expensive. I think it's <laughs> totally it's fair because you picked the place. I agree. And that's, I stand by that. And you got two free meals before yeah i felt good after my credit card didn't feel good but i felt good so and then yeah and then we went back to his apartment but i like we were both so exhausted because that's the day that i had gotten back from san diego like i flew out of san diego at 7 a.m yeah got back at 4 p.m so i was out of my out of my um like hotel at 4 45 a.m pretty much to get to the airport and the night before my friends and i were up until 2 a.m yeah like partying because it was last night so we were crazy so I slept for two hours and I was running on two hours of sleep, got home, basically only had time to like, like throw shit all around my room before I was going to meet him for dinner. Yeah. And he was at the hospital all day. He was at the hospital from like 630 a.m. to 745 p.m. Oof. So and then we met for dinner at nine. So, so what'd you 9 do? You knocked dinner. out? Went to sleep? Oh, 100 percent. Like literally at dinner, he was like, I could just tell he was trying to appease me by being like oh do you want to like go get a, a drink somewhere else like what like what do you yeah. want to do whatever and i was like let's just go back to your apartment like it's fine and he was like okay like i'm really tired and i was like i know it's okay i am too so we yeah. went back to his apartment within like 30 minutes we were dead asleep oh i know that's like the i guess that's the third time i've slept over his apartment now and it's funny because so many of my work friends who have my location they were like what have you been doing on the upper east side like i keep seeing you up well, there i thought it was shocking that i because i was i slept at jack's again let <gasps> it be known you. um anyway 
was there, tracked you naturally. So I'm like, ooh, I wonder if Adam wants to get coffee. <laughs> our, I, our new ritual. Yeah. And I track you and it's, I look at my phone because I had like slept in. I don't know. I just didn't have anything to do that day. So Jack and I just like, we were like laying in bed watching TV. I look at my phone and it's like 1230, almost one. And you're still there. Yeah. And I was shook because I feel like you usually get, you get the fuck out. No, we literally did not get out of bed until 12 or 12.30. It was embarrassing. Like No, we were, he I, and I were both that. looking at it. No, he and I were both looking at each other and we were like, we need to get the fuck out of bed. Like, this is, I was freaking out. No, because normally I'm out of bed like so early. Yeah. No, those are the best days where you're just like, I have nowhere to be. It was kind of nice. lay in bed. But I will also say like the reason that we were in bed kind of that late is we were both obviously so tired, right? But like, I have the worst time sleeping in and I did not sleep at all the previous night because like, we were cuddling, obviously, and then he just passes out within two seconds, Ugh. and he's like snoring That's like such a, a gift. Oh my god, snoring like a freaking lawnmower in my ear, and I was like, "Damn, and I was like, oh, no. I can't move and wake you up because I feel so bad because you literally never sleep because you're a resident." But also, I'm not going to be able to sleep. So, anyways, I just laid there until I fell asleep. Damn. And then this was so embarrassing. But like, he was still all over me like during the nighttime, and I woke up and he because he was like pushing me. He was like, "Are you okay?" Like you're sweating a lot. And I was like legit in a pool of my own sweat. It was so embarrassing. I feel like when you're in the furnace, (laughs) I feel like when you're in the early stages of seeing someone, because I felt this way too, you feel like you're like walking on eggshells kind of with like everything Yeah. when you don't need to be, but you're also, but you're nervous about that. Like Jack snores and he says he doesn't, but he does. I've now gotten into the habit of I just like kind of push him really hard. Yeah. Like one time he'll stop. But I didn't know this in the beginning. So I too had a <laughs> freaking snoring lawnmower in my ear. Now I've learned. And I also felt like really bad. Like That's I'd be crazy like crazy that just one nudge and it yeah. shuts shuts off the it snore. shuts like him off enough for me to fall asleep it's and a then, mute button i think i'm a pretty heavy sleeper like it's when i'm first he also falls asleep really quickly so like i feel like if i'm asleep and he starts snoring i don't think i wake up like i'm pretty sure he does that and i just don't wake up yeah but if it's when I, it's when i'm drifting off so then I, I that's my method but in the beginning i would also be he would push he rolls and he'll like push me off the bed like i'll be mm-hmm. like on the edge of the bed now i have no shame i push him right back but like in the beginning again i would be like and then i would get up to pee in the middle of the night i'd be so quiet because i was worried he'd wake up yeah now i just fucking walk normal normal loudness and pace but it's just funny all the things that I used to do when I was like so worried about like No, that's a literally And now me. I have no fucking shame. No. I'm like, he's impacting my sleep too. So No, seriously. That was my other thing. I had to pee so bad and yeah. I was like, I can't get out of this bed. No, oh my god, that's the worst. Why is that so embarrassing? I don't know. No, oh, yeah. But I, I refuse to do it. Yeah. I was like, I'm yeah, not gonna. And then I'm like about to explode when I'm in the Uber on the way home. I'm like, I literally <laughs> no, I am gonna die. I have pee anxiety. Like I yeah. hate going to the bathroom unless I'm like actually about to burst like I I don't know I don't know what it is I think I had a fear I think it's a a literal childhood trauma thing from because you know when in school you had to ask permission yeah you had to ask for the bathroom pass or you had to raise your hand like I think that's what it was it wasn't like it was in elementary school you would have to raise your hand and say can I go to the bathroom and that was so embarrassing to like put the attention on you and it's like oh I'm vulnerable I have to pee yeah. Or heaven forbid, number two. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to pretend like I don't pee. That yeah. sweat isn't mine. No, I know. And we're just going to continue going on with our with our morning. No, I, I mean, that's just a, I think it's a very relatable thing. Everyone listening, I feel like we've all For been sure. there. 
But that goes back to why we were in bed so late because I truthfully didn't actually fall into like a deep sleep until 7 a.m. Ew. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was like sleeping, like fluttering off and on throughout the night, but I just didn't sleep that well. I slept really well at his apartment the previous time, but this time I just did not sleep well. And then 7 a.m. fell asleep, woke back up at like 10 and then we just hung out until like 1230. And then we were like, okay, we need to get the fuck up. And then we got coffee. He went to go study for his exam. Mm-hmm. and I went home and that's the last time I saw him I don't think people talk enough about how hard it is to sleep with a guy yeah in the beginning like actually sleep also men twitch so much oh, in their I know. sleep I know it's actually so crazy it's like a phenomenon that needs to be studied no it really is yeah when they're drifting off it's when it's like constant like yeah an actual full body twitch convulsion they're yeah. convulsing literally and yeah. they they claim they don't do it and they do yeah i think there is something to be said about like when you're in the early stages like dating people like when i was just going on my hinge dates and like you know sleeping with them whenever i felt like it like on the second or third date or even the first like i felt like i just didn't sleep for like six months yeah (laughs) because it takes like months i feel like for like at least for me for me too i mean you're getting acclimated to a new bed a new environment and being next to a person that's radiating heat like boy i definitely don't but like boys radiate heat no i know normally no they do yeah they do like furnaces yeah and it's like getting into the rhythm of like like jack and i kind of have a ritual it's like we'll cuddle at first and then i'll be like oh i'm always the one to be like okay good night we kiss and then i roll the fuck over and he knows yeah. not to touch Opposite me <laughs> no he knows not to touch me because then like i i need to be like in my my solo zone yes to like then fall asleep but it took us like a, a bit to get to that point where i realized that i thought something was wrong with me because i couldn't get a good night's sleep yes when he was in bed with me and i think that's just the name of the game <sighs> name of the game Anyway, so okay, so where are things now? Um, I'm sure. Esther. I'm sure we're going to see each other again at some point. Yeah, I really like him, so I'll continue to see him and just see where it goes. I'm just being casual. I'm being chill, but even though I'm like so not chill at all, like I can feel myself <laughs> slipping into being psychotic, you know? Where it's like in what way? Um, well, I'll give you an example. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't know. Just kidding. I have a full-on example to share. <laughs> well, this is just like how my brain works. I feel like you guys would be the same way though. So I don't think this is that crazy. But last week I was on the Upper East Side for a birthday dinner, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think I told this on the last episode about how I like was in the Upper East Side, and then I took a picture of Lululemon. Did I talk about that? No, you didn't. I don't, think I I don't even think you told me this. Okay, I don't think I told any of you. So basically, I was on on the Upper East Side for a birthday dinner that was like legit two blocks away from this guy's apartment, from mm-hmm. Hillstone's apartment. And obviously, like, I does he have Instagram? Sorry, he does, but he doesn't okay. follow me. And that's kind of another thing, actually. It's kind of funny. This is just a tangent, but yesterday or whenever I saw him, he like referenced um, the podcast and like my social media or whatever. But like, I didn't think I had told him about either. I of those. meant to ask you if you ever brought that up. Like, and I, I must have on the made. first date, on the Hillstone date, because I remember. We went to Hillstone. I was drunk as hell because I had had the yeah the like work event, and then yeah. I went to Shinji's with him for cocktails. That was the hickey night. And then I went to Hillstone, <laughs> and then he gave me like a massive blood sucking vampire bite on my neck. Yes. But anyways, we like after that night, I I had to write the podcast description, so I did it like way fucked up at like one a.m. basically mm-hmm. because I'd been out all day, and so I must have told him that I needed to go home to do a work thing, and I'm assuming he like pressed and was like, "What work thing do you have to do at one a.m.?" And I was like, "Oh, I well, that's what happened with Hollister." You said this. Yes. Hollister's the same thing. You need to write the fucking podcast description. Always have to do it after a date. 
<laughs> you guys, if you read the podcast descriptions, just know 90% of the time Adam is intoxicated when he's doing it. And after date. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. But so I didn't remember that, though, like telling him about um, the podcast or anything. And he referenced it. And I was like, oh, fuck. But we don't follow each other on Instagram. And after he said that, I realized that he's just not the kind of person that would like go and listen to the podcast, see what I'm saying about him. Like mm-hmm. he's so busy in his own life and like has his own little mm-hmm. bubble, you know? And then I became even more obsessed with him because then I was like, well, that's perfect. Cause I don't want you to know what's on my social media and I don't want you to listen to the podcast. I don't know if the, the Instagram thing's a red flag that he doesn't follow you. No, no, no. I think it's perfect. I, I want it to stay like that forever. I feel like <laughs> it would be a red flag if you followed him and he, and didn't, he didn't follow, follow you back. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I totally. I mean, I'm insane, and I made Jack follow me on the first date, but I, I literally <laughs> took his phone and I said, here. I and, made a guy make an Instagram um, to follow me oh, on yeah, our Colby first did date. Do that. I mean, the reason why <laughs> is because, well, for me, I just like getting the whole social media thing out of the way on the first date. Yeah. Like, I was, I just had been in scenarios where I, guys found out about like what I do and then it was kind of I just like to know up front that we're like on the same page like here is my Instagram I have a podcast it's in my bio like if you wanted to look you can look like I just needed it all out in the open so it wouldn't be like I'd get obsessed with this person and then three dates in they'd be like oh my god you're an influencer bye yeah I'm more so like following people on social media early on because I think when you're not constantly texting it gives you another way to communicate true like you, you can, can reply respond. to a story you can like a story they can send you a meme something true. that reminded them of you something like that yeah and the true. constant texting is like no fun like right. he and i he and i literally exchange like one message a day maybe you should try following him on instagram fuck no katie that's crazy yeah <laughs> i would never follow him first that's insane but that goes back i'll, I'll just tell the story really quickly about- that's kind of fair enough actually like i yeah, I mean, I'm crazy, but I literally like took Jack's phone and I said, "Here, follow me." <laughs> so technically, he did follow Katie me. Katie said, "You're coming home with me yeah. <laughs> forever." At home, Katie accept follow. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, no, but so I was in the Upper East Side, like three blocks away from his apartment last week. Yeah. And I passed by this Lululemon that he had pointed out to me that he goes to like every single time he stops by. Like he just really likes that clothing, I guess. And so I took a picture of it. And then waited until I got home because he hadn't texted me back like that day. And so in my head, I was like, I'm not going to double text him one. And then two, I'm not going to have the double text be that I'm in his neighborhood. Like that's just like stalker vibes in my mind. Right? No. (laughs) Okay. okay. I really thought you were going to be on my team for this. I feel like Colby is right. You would never do that. Colby, I don't know. Colby, you well, would never do that. Did you tell him about <laughs> well, your plans? Yeah, I need no. more context. Did, he didn't know that you were going to be up I, there. No. I also just don't know if I would ever randomly be like, oh, is this the Lululemon you were talking about? But no, like the, the gist of why I took that picture to send him is because I am only ever on the Upper East Side like for to go to his apartment, right? Which has been like three times. Right. You and know I what? always make a joke about how upon, it is. Upon more thought... I, don't, I wouldn't have sent it either. Exactly. Because, wait, but did you send it so, ever? So what ended up happening is he texted me back like an hour and a half later or something like that or two hours later. And then I worked it in and I was like, oh, guess where I ended up going tonight? And he was like, oh, I know that isn't the Upper East Side. And I was like, no, it is the Upper East Side. It's the one that's like right next to your apartment. 
And he was like, Adam, what the fuck? Like, I literally was off from the hospital at a bar from 7 to 10 p.m. Like, if you were there from 7 to 10 p.m., I'm literally going to be angry because I could have seen you. And you were. And I was like, I was was there between 7 to 10 p.m. Oh, my God. And he was like, what the hell? Why didn't you just tell me? Like, I wanted, I would would have loved to see you or whatever. You could have met, like, this person, this person, like, Uh, his friends. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, maybe I really dropped the ball with that one. But then I was like, well hillstone like i'm not gonna just double text you and then send you do you say double- that to him yeah fuck yeah i was okay, like good. i'm not gonna one double text you and then two have the double text be that i'm stalking you in your neighborhood basically right and he was like what i probably wouldn't even notice that you double texted me and why would i care okay so now you know this <laughs> yeah yes. this is good you've been over the hump of understanding that he doesn't care about double texting so now you're good well see like i would still never double text him see i would double text i, I wouldn't send uh, or i definitely wouldn't do what you- what you were saying yeah exactly i knew colby wouldn't do it i am fine with double texting what i was a little bit apprehensive about was like you had just seen him right um how how no because oh then never mind i I thought this was the day where you like had just seen him you just left if you had like just left his apartment and then that night you're like oh i'm by your apartment again i would never have done that you're right no but if it's been some days it was a week later oh my god i would have totally (laughs) sent a picture of a damn lululemon if you are like if things are vibing and things are working there is nothing you can do that will turn them off like i mean within reason like sending a photo imagine someone being like oh got the ick you sent me a picture of the lululemon that i said i liked imagine see i'm i'm not do we want to be (laughs) do we want to be with that person that gets the ick from us acknowledging something they'd said no like i think it's the hottest thing ever when someone's like oh i remember you said this like jack got me those flowers because last week i was like looking at this instagram and i'm like oh look this girl like got flowers he got purple because it's my favorite color and it was like the night that it was like negative 12 degrees outside and he got those like that that's hot to me that is acknowledging things i said or showed also the tiny's reservation I showed him on Instagram that I saw Tiny's. He makes a res four days later. Oh, that's cute. Acknowledgement. I like that for you. Being a good listener is a very attractive trait. Agree. I think that's the most important one for me. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll get over my crazy, but right now we're like deep in crazy. No, it's okay. I don't think that's that's crazy at all. I I also wouldn't do that because that also just seems random to be like, we haven't spoken or seen each other in a week, but look where I am. (laughs) Yeah. I think it would have been cute and funny, but like, I would never do it ever, you know, because I'm in my, my that's, tiptoe era. And that's fair. You do what feels comfortable to you. Tiptoe era. And that's that's okay. totally fair. Anyways, that's that's on me. Colby, what's the update with this boy that asked you to prom? <laughs> he didn't ask Wait, me to prom. excuse me. I didn't hear about this. Yes, you yes, did. You you did. Were, we were texting about it. He asked me to go to his, com- be his plus oh, one to his company holiday party. Prom. In my head, it was prom. Okay. I, uh, hey. <laughs> because I'm having a prom. Right. I remember that this happened, but I don't remember prom being involved. So that's why I said, I don't know what's going on. Oh yeah. So a guy invited you to his company holiday party and what happened? Okay. The weirdest thing actually happened because then I was like, just continuing the conversation. I obviously, I also was like, Katie was like, I would never say yes to that. And then I was like, I thought that maybe it would be like funny. I told you to go. To go. I'm shook but that you I think this. <laughs> that, you, that you didn't agree with me. I'm but shook. I, I also like, I was just like, whatever. Maybe it would be funny to go. But I wasn't like, yeah, I'll go. This is the Great. first time you're meeting him. Right. 
Colby matched with a guy on a dating app. They start texting and he invited her to his holiday yeah, party. So the Correct. first time you would meet him, you would also meet his boss. Correct. <laughs> that is... And all of his coworkers. Insane. Correct. I was into it for Colby. I was like, this is kind of like rom-com. I, think I was like... We could like fuck with people. I think it's it too much overstimulation. Funny. But I can't even find the text now. But I oh, was so like, you're not talking to him anymore? No. So I was like continuing. <laughs> I was like continuing the conversation. But yeah. I, like I said, I wasn't like, yeah, that sounds fun. Whatever. Because he was like, you could be the my plus one for my work holiday party too soon. LOL or something. Yeah. And then I was like, what kind of party are we talking? And he was like, crazy timing but it's our holiday party and i was like oh it's kind of nice that it's after the holidays because i feel like those weeks are usually super crazy or something and he literally just never answered and then he had followed me on instagram and i requested him back like after i sent that text and he still hadn't let me follow him but then i looked the other day because i was like Mm -hmm. whatever when i was at dinner on saturday and we were getting our mocktails and i was like whatever i'm gonna undo my follow request and follow him again to see if he lets me follow him now yeah and then on saturday he did let me follow him but he still hasn't answered my text that's weird isn't Um, that weird i feel like there's a chance he might have um spammed a lot of girls with this same same situation did you look at who he's following like is it chronological still the following thing? I wonder if you can say like, no. can you see that he followed a bunch of girls? I I feel like he might have spammed a lot of people at this holiday party situation, and you just you were too slow. I bet s- some lucky girl in Manhattan went to this <laughs> man's random ass holiday <laughs> you party. You need to post this on the the page. What? What? The page. What page? Are we dating the same guy? Oh no! Uh, I'm too I don't scared. Know. I'm like I'm a silent observer of that. Well, you need to at least go scroll through it and see if somebody else asked or said something about the Did you guys party. hear about the lawsuit? No, I mean, even if it is like a oh, bunch yeah. of girls, all of his following people are like golfers and football players. Green and then our mutual people. Green flag. I saw this lawsuit. Well, the top people. No, remember we were together when we were reading that. At, at um, Jack met us. We- no, no, no. There's a more recent one. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a more recent lawsuit. I saw a TikTok about <gasps> it. And... They're suing this guy. I mean, if you guys don't know, it's like this group. I don't even know if we talked about this back when we got drinks with Jack, but there's this group, Are We Dating the Same Guy? And they have it in a bunch of different cities. They have Mm -hmm. one in New York. And it's kind of a place for where you don't really, you post if you're suspicious about a guy, like, or you just want, genuinely just want tea, like in a good way, in a bad way. You post it if you're like, just there's a, a myriad of reasons why you would post in there. You post like a guy's picture or you just describe him and give first name, first, last initial. And where am I going with this? Oh, there was this this guy, I guess, got posted in there and it wasn't even anything too slanderous. It was just like this guy, um, you know, made me split the bill or like just like some like random, nothing like too crazy something that would get him fired from his job for Mm -hmm. example like nothing like rapey or anything and he sued every person that commented on the post even people that were just saying like oh that's so weird or like oh darn bummer like every person was sued the the people that started the group that were the moderators of the group got sued um facebook got sued yeah like everyone everyone involved like meta he like this this man's what the and fuck? so now 
it's such like he's such an idiot because if he's really like that worried about what was said in this group he wouldn't be suing because now his name is plastered everywhere for suing unnecessarily like he he made a bigger stink than was necessary over this. Right. Chicago man yeah, files Chicago. lawsuit against 27 women for defamatory comments on yep, Facebook. Yep, there you go. That is crazy. He's kind of hot. I know he's kind of hot, which I'm like, damn, why yep. did you... You didn't have to go and do that, sir. But <laughs> Why you gotta go and ruin your The rep? true colors have been revealed. People be crazy. Anyway, okay, should we do a question yeah, from your email? And then... And then- <laughs> do you have an octo buddy? What's that? Is that an okay. octopus? So you see that, you know what the Octobuddy is? It's like the thing that sticks to the back of the phone and you stick it to oh, yeah. a window or something. That's from Danielle's. Oh. Um, Danielle's Octobuddy. I have not washed my window since then. Sorry. Um, oh, it was, I oh, I see that. <laughs> it was the Era Tour. Era's Tour. Oh my God. I just fucked that so bad. Era's Tour. Well, you went tour, to that so long ago. We filmed a little video and she stuck it to the window. I actually like love it. It's a memory of Danielle being here. So She left her mark. She left her mark. But yeah, every time the sun comes in, it shines and you can see it. That's gorge. Okay, so we're going to answer a question from the email. Hi, Katie, Colby, and Adam. My best friends and I love your podcast. We can't stop listening and we want to start our own. Here's the story and I need advice. Since June, I've been seeing this one guy pretty consistently and we started dating in September and I'm very happy. However, what he doesn't know is the night we kissed for the first time, I ended up in the backseat of my best friend's car with a different guy from my past. This is a guy she's consistently seeing now, but they ended, she was... Yeah, they started dating in September. Okay. With her, her boyfriend. Okay, but he doesn't know that the night that the they night met... The night that they kissed, like her and her boyfriend she, kissed for the first time, she ended up in the backseat of her best friend's car with a different guy from her past. Oh so my goodness. two kisses one night. To say the least... To say the least, it was a bit steamy. That's not all, though. Over the summer, when we weren't official but consistently seeing each other, I saw this other guy again, and we hooked up. So she was just seeing two guys at once, yeah. pretty much. Okay, that's fine. No harm, no Which foul. is fine. You guys weren't official. The problem is that I know my current boyfriend was not seeing or even hooking up with any other girls since before June. He doesn't know I was seeing other people before we were officially dating. So my question now is, what do I do? Is there an obligation to tell my boyfriend about stuff that happened before we were dating? Is it worth telling him if it will make him upset? What's the protocol here? More details. For reference, I'm 19 and a freshman in college, and this all happened this past summer. My boyfriend and I hooked up for the first time at our prom house at the Jersey Shore. Aww. That's cute. I left the prom house with my best friend, who is, which is where we bumped into this guy I almost dated at the beginning of 2023, and we hooked up in her car. It all happened in the same night, which I feel kind of bad about, but no regrets. Fast forward, my now boyfriend wants, wanted to be exclusive over the summer, which I didn't want. We were going to college. It didn't seem good for freshman year. I didn't think we would actually date so soon into college. And for reference, we go to the same college. More info. I was a virgin before this summer. This other guy and I almost had sex when we saw each other the second time, which would have been my first time. We didn't end up doing it, but we got very close. A few weeks later, I actually did have sex with my now boyfriend. Long story, I know, but I'm really looking for some advice. It feels like I did a bad thing, but we also weren't dating yet or technically official. Should I tell him if it will probably hurt him? Is it wrong to wait and tell him about it as a distant memory to laugh about? Please help me out, match made. Love ya. I would not tell him. I wouldn't either. I feel like you're the perfect person to answer this because, like, did you tell Jack everything, like, every boy you've ever hooked up with before him? Um, Only when relevant. Like, if I'm, like, we're just discussing, like, a bad a date that I went on or, like, yeah. something or, like, guys in college, like... I never feel like an obligation to bring it up. It's almost like if it relates to the conversation. Like, we've been dating for six months now almost. 
like this weekend will be six months mm-hmm. next weekend and i only just recently found out about his like or heard details about his girlfriend from college mm. i almost just wanted to know because he had said like it was just a college like mm. relationship and i was like oh did he ever meet your parents or like and just getting it more information was just like helpful yeah. i guess to know but it wasn't like crucial and right. he wasn't but he did tell me more importantly he did tell me like three weeks ago i guess maybe a month ago he went on a date the night before he went on a date with me okay and like i was just thought it was interesting because it didn't make you mad right no no no. i was like i just like this context like it's cool to know yeah but it wouldn't make me mad but also i just don't feel like you need to tell like it wasn't like i feel like it would be random i think that if he were going to run into this guy Maybe it would be nice to give him a heads up and be like, just so you know, before we started dating, I had a little fling with this guy and he's going to be there tonight if they were going to be at a party yeah. together or something. But yeah. I, out of like the blue, just to be like, I feel like I've been holding this in. I don't think you need to feel guilty because he wasn't doing the same thing. And you know that. Yeah, no, it's not like a ga- like a comparison thing. It's it, you know, even if Jack had gone on dates with people after the night we met or like it wouldn't matter to me cuz we weren't official. Yeah. Like the rules are the rules. It's like And you were also dating too. Yeah, I was even after I went on my first date with Jack, I still had Hinge yeah. like for still swiping months, and talking like until people. we were official. Right. And <clears throat> that's totally fine. Like I think as long as like but if it's weighing on your heart I feel like you could tell him if you like need to, need to, need to, but maybe just don't say the timing. Like, oh yeah, that guy and I, we did make out. Katie, honestly, I feel like your your original answer was perfect. Like, it just if it comes up organically, it comes up organically. Yeah, like Like, okay, Jack stuff is coming up organically, but it's not bothering you. Like, I think it's hilarious that Jack went on a date the night before he met me and like i feel like it makes uh, you feel better maybe because no. then he picked you over whoever the other person was i'm like so were you still because then of course i had some follow-up questions i'm like so um were you still like texting her like right. what <laughs> and he was like i don't even remember what he said like again see i don't even fucking remember what he said yeah because yeah. it doesn't matter to me because i'm like okay that's the past it's almost it's kind of it ends up being a funny story so i think this girl even said like um, is it wrong to wait and tell him about it as a distant memory to laugh about? No, I don't think it's wrong at all. Yeah. Right. Like Jack waited six months to tell me that he wanted to date the night before and that like, I don't even, it's just not even important. Right. Right. It's like, irrelevant. If you would have told me like three weeks after a week after we went on our first date when I already knew, like I had known at that point that I like had a crush on him, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have bothered me. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's, it's before we were like even on our, like it was before our second date before like I started to like, actually get the feels like right. i don't know yeah i wouldn't worry about it yeah long don't story stress. short do not stress long story short and i think that's all we have time for today that's and it also our, our battery is rapidly depleting i know that thing just Roman sucks bar. the power yeah, my god match me just yeah takes it up well guys it's been fun yeah love ya see ya bye, bye. I love us. I know. My feet are so cold.